Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 165 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Capcom Arcade Second Stadium, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC, and As Dusk Falls. The games coming out this week include Multiverses, Noel the Mortal Fate, 80s Overdrive, Path of Titans, Arsonist Heaven, Loot Light, The Sims 4 High School Years, Digimon Survive, and RimWorld Console Edition. New games out now on Game Pass and coming soon include the following. You can now play on Cloud Console and PC with Game Pass, As Dusk Falls, Sins of a Solar Empire Rebellion on PC, Watch Dogs 2 on Cloud Console and PC, MotoGP 22 on Cloud Console and PC, Torment Tides of Numenera on Cloud and Console, and then available on July 29th, one of my favorite games, Inside Cloud Console and PC. Now with last week's biggest news stories, and we have five to cover this week. Number one, Xbox owners will finally be able to connect to Discord voice chats from their consoles. Taylor Lyles at IGN writes, Discord announced today that it is finally adding voice integration to Xbox consoles. The addition means that Xbox Series X and S owners and Xbox One owners will be able to talk to their friends on Discord voice chats from their consoles rather than having to use other devices. In a press release, Discord notes that Xbox insiders will be able to use its voice chat feature on their consoles starting today. The feature coming at a later date for all users. As Discord notes, this feature has been widely requested by users. Previously, the company allowed Xbox owners to connect their accounts, but could only be used to display information like gamer tags. Discord also confirmed that Discord voice chat on Xbox will allow users to transfer their voice call from the app, desktop or mobile, directly onto their consoles using the Xbox mobile app. A short one, but a big one. This is huge for so many people in the new crossplay age. I have often played games with friends on Discord where I have a headphone in underneath my headset for Xbox as we're trying to play a cross-platform. Nobody wants to do that, and although this seems to be a little clunky in that you need your mobile app to then transfer the call, it's the first step of many in the path to seamless cross-platform play. Number two, Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition could be approved by FTC soon. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard could be approved by the Federal Trade Commission, FTC, as soon as next month, taking the $69 billion deal one step closer to completion. As reported by Seeking Alpha and Realme Central, Microsoft has now complied with the FTC's second request for information and has provided the FTC with the information it was seeking about the deal, which, assuming Activision Blizzard has done the same as Microsoft, leaves the acquisition firmly in the hands of the FTC. According to the FTC's own guidance, once the FTC has received information from both parties, it will have 30 days to challenge the acquisition. However, it's currently unclear if Activision Blizzard has also responded to the FTC's second request, and both companies need to substantially comply before the 30-day countdown can kick off. Once the FTC has received information from both parties, the 30-day window will begin, and it will be up to the FTC to decide whether or not to close the investigation and let the deal go forward, negotiate with two companies to add rules that, quote, will restore competition, end quote, or halt the acquisition by filing for a preliminary injunction in federal court. However, if the FTC does close its investigation and lets the deal go forward, the merger still needs to be cleared by the UK's Competition and Marketers Authority, as well as several regulating bodies in other regions, so the deal will have a few more hurdles to clear despite the FTC's decision. Obviously, we're going to closely monitor this deal and the process as this is the biggest news and acquisition that's ever maybe happened in the video game industry. 
It's very exciting. Microsoft could get a huge boon if they could somehow close this deal within 2022, as this is a very lackluster end of the year for them in terms of first party output. It could really be the big win that they need this year. Number three, Bungie inviting Destiny 2 fans to witness what's next in August Showcase. Matt Wales at Eurogamer writes, Bungie has said it will be giving fans to witness what's next for Destiny 2 as part of a developer showcase scheduled to air on August 23rd. While Bungie's official announcement didn't share specifics about the livestream, the developer has already been extremely forthcoming regarding the next few years for Destiny 2, so it's almost certain August we'll see the developer showcasing its previously announced, but still mysterious, Lightfall expansion. Revealed back in June 2020, Lightfall, which is currently expected to launch sometime in 2023, will be Destiny 2's penultimate expansion coming between this year's The Witch Queen and the game's final expansion, The Final Shape. Bungie previously confirmed the latter will bring Destiny's Light and Darkness saga to a close. Away from Lightfall and Destiny 2's remaining expansions, it seems likely Bungie will also detail the game's 18th season, which is due to begin on the same day as the developer's showcase airs. It's going to be a few interesting years for Destiny then, and while most of what's to come remains shrouded in mystery, we should still learn at least some of Bungie's endgame on August 23rd. I cannot wait to see what's next. Destiny 2 is the game I currently cannot stop playing. And it's frustrating because it's making it really hard to play other games, but I'm loving my time with it, so I can't wait to see what's next. Number 4. Ubisoft's unannounced delayed game is reportedly Assassin's Creed Rift. Amelia Zollner at IGN writes, Yesterday, Ubisoft announced that it delayed a, quote, smaller unannounced premium game, end quote. Though the title of the game was unknown, now a source has revealed that this game was Rift, the codename for an upcoming Assassin's Creed title. According to a report by Bloomberg, Assassin's Creed Rift was delayed from February to May or June because development was running behind schedule. Rift was originally planned as an expansion for the 2020 title Assassin's Creed Valhalla, though the project became a standalone game in late 2021 to add to the company's thin-release schedule. While not much is known about the game, it's reportedly set in the Middle East and features a smaller scope with a focus on stealth gameplay. As pointed out by Bloomberg, the delay of Rift leaves Ubisoft with an especially thin fiscal year. This isn't the only major change to Ubisoft's release schedule that occurred this week. Yesterday, the company revealed that it fully stopped development on four titles, including Ghost Recon Frontline, their previously announced Battle Royale, and Splinter Cell VR. It also announced that it is delaying Avatar Frontiers of Pandora to at least 2023, or could be in 2024, adding yet another Ubisoft title to the massive list of delayed games this year, many of which have been delayed due to the pandemic and political conflicts. Ubisoft, what a fall from grace it seems like over the last couple years. To me, they were the publisher that was touted as cream of the crop, knew what they were doing, had everything planned out and in control, and it just seems like it's bad news story after bad news story for them. The game I'm most looking forward to next from them is actually Mario Rabbids, as I love that game on the Switch. And number five, a bit of a break from gaming, grounded to be adapted into TV series. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Obsidian Entertainment and the Xbox team will adapt Grounded into an animated TV series together with Brent Friedman, who also wrote for Star Wars Clone Wars. According to Deadline, Obsidian and the Xbox team are working in association with Waterproof Studios, SC Productions, Kinetic Media, and Bartle Entertainment, with Friedman working together with Halo's Brian Goodrich, who will direct. Deadline Reports explains that Grounded's TV series will exist in the same universe as the game. Four friends are shrunk down to two inches tall and must work to survive the backyard with all of its dangers, before discovering a corporate conspiracy that jeopardizes their town. Grounded launched in game preview in 2020 and has already surpassed 10 million players even before its launches in full this September. This is really cool. I played about five hours or so of Grounded when it first came out, and I loved everything they were dropping with the hints of what the story would be. There obviously wasn't much, so I'm excited to see what it is this fall when it releases in full. Now, I'm also a huge Star Wars Clone Wars fan. So anyone from that working on this has me excited. 
As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And since we were talking about Discord and services with Xbox, did you know Netflix used to be exclusive to the Xbox 360? So at E3 2008, Microsoft announced the deal to distribute Netflix's videos over Xbox Live. The service was launched on November 19, 2008 to Xbox 360 owners with a Netflix Unlimited subscription and an Xbox Live Gold subscription, allowing them to stream films and television shows directly from their Netflix Instant Queue from an application on the dashboard. Xbox Live's party mode had a popular feature where users could create a virtual party and bring their avatars to a virtual theater to watch Netflix simultaneously and even send comments and smiley faces to each other. That feature was discontinued on December 6th of 2011. That exclusivity lasted a year until Netflix became available on the Sony PlayStation 3. Interestingly enough, about six months later in spring of 2010, Netflix became available on the Wii, but you needed a disc to access the streaming content. So funny that Netflix could be exclusive to a platform now that Netflix is literally available on any possible device with a screen and an internet connection. How far we have come. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. So this past week, I purchased the quarry, and I'm about halfway through. I'm enjoying my time with it. I can't say that I love it. Made one little mistake on a QTE event that is haunting me, but I'm excited to see where this closes out. I've continued my Destiny 2 grind as I cannot put that game down. I'm finally Grandmaster ready, so I'm excited to try that with my friends. Tried Power Wash Simulator, played one level, quickly uninstalled it as I don't need this game to take away from the limited gaming time that I do have. My name is Baron Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Barroza93. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.